As of January 15th, new federal rules mandate that truck drivers returning from the United States into Canada have to quarantine if they are not vaccinated. No more rapid tests, no more exemptions for essential workers. And a similar mandate is scheduled for January 22nd for drivers heading into the United States. What does that mean for an already impacted supply chain that is being hit with illnesses and absentees, absenteeism? And now we have a situation where we already know that we don't have enough truck drivers anyway, and we're potentially going to take some of them off the road if they are not fully vaxxed. Mike Million is president of the Private Motor Truck Council of Canada and joins me. Hi, Mike. Hi, Alan. I'm doing well. What's the impact going to be when this goes through on the 15th? Uh, it's it's going to be heavy. It's uh, it, it's going to be really heavy. And, you know, not only to the supply chain, but to our day-to-day lives, I think is what, what people don't understand. Um, I mean, before this hit, we had a shortage of drivers. A, a study just came out yesterday, an updated study uh, by Trucking HR Canada that showed we had 23,000 truck driver vacancies at the end of the third quarter of 2021. So we're already suffering from a, a massive shortage. And if this border vaccine policy goes through, which it sounds like it's it's definitely going to, we have 120,000 Canadian truck drivers who operate into the U.S., pick up product and bring it back to us, and 40,000 U.S. truck drivers who cross into Canada. Um, we are looking at removing about 20% of that workforce as of January 15th. Mike, I think the response from a lot of people might be, we've seen employees fired from you know, cities like Toronto. We've seen... Uh, employees get fired uh, and, and removed for not being vaccinated. Why should it be any different for truck drivers? Well, and, you know, we've seen employees removed. I, I'm not sure we should be legislating people at work, but whether we have or haven't, if we want to look at this one from a from a broader perspective, in March of 2020, when, when everything was shut down and everybody was asked to stay home, truck drivers, like other essential workers, we're asked to continue to go out there and deliver the goods and services that we needed. Um, vaccines were not thought of, not an option. So the, these drivers did what they had to do to make sure that we had what we needed. And, and we need to keep in mind what these drivers deliver. Medical gas is to hospitals that you may need if you're in an ICU are delivered by truck. Uh, they're delivered by our members. Blood that goes to the hospital that you may need. Uh, your medicines, the vaccines that we all need to get are delivered by truck. Um, food for our grocery store shelves, fuel to for our cars, heat for our homes, these are all delivered by trucks. And we're already seeing a shortage. And if we remove 20% of the workforce, the shortage is going to get uh, a lot bigger. Uh, all we need to do is look what happened in the UK a couple months ago. They couldn't get fuel delivered to their gas stations. They had to call the military to do it. Because they that, had no I mean, fuel, that, and that was because of drivers. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but that, mm-hmm. I mean, to, to be clear, that that also had a lot to do with Brexit and, and some some issues that we don't oh, have here. Yeah. I, I, I guess I, I guess I would just circle back though again and say, yeah, I, absolutely. We know what truck drivers have done for us and done uh, 
during this pandemic and and thank them for it. But I think the the relation would be healthcare workers and we all the things that healthcare workers and how they put themselves in the line of danger when there was no vaccines. But we, yet we expect our healthcare workers to be fully vaccinated because they work in healthcare settings. And I guess I'm still struggling to see why truckers should not be uh, under the same rules. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple of things there. I mean, first of all, we don't require our healthcare workers to be vaccinated. We, we pull back on that. We, we did have the vaccination requirement in there and it was pulled out at the last minute because we realized there was going to be a shortage of workers that we greatly need. Uh, we need individual hospitals, workers. but okay, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 Um, from a truck driver end, we have to look at the job, which their job for the most part is extremely isolated. They sit in the cab of the truck by themselves most of the day. Uh, they're not in contact with hardly anybody when they make deliveries. The trucking industry has done a lot back at the early stages of the pandemic to make sure we didn't contribute to the spread. When we arrive at a shipper or receivers, in most cases, the exchange of paperwork is done electronically or it's handed through a slot in the door. A driver doesn't have to go into the facility, doesn't have to interact with the shipper or receiver. Uh, they, they mainly are in a truck cab by themselves uh, all day long. Um, as the nature of their job. And, and because of that, we have not seen large outbreaks contributed uh, contributed to by the trucking industry. Well, I, it, it, as you say, it appears that this is going to go through. Um, mm-hmm. it, well, I mean, what's, what's going to happen, you know, a week on from the 15th? You, you think the impact will be quick? Uh, yeah, I, I believe it will be. If, if you look at the numbers, like I said, and we did our own survey at the end of November, but, you know, we're going to have roughly 20 to 25% of the drivers are not going to be vaccinated by the 15th of January. Um, so if you remove 30,000 drivers from their job effective Saturday, I think the impact will be very quick. Uh, we're going to see within a week or two, we'll probably start to see uh, shortages of products and services on our shelves. And, and, you know, that's one thing that's kind of frustrated us about this as well. I guess this announcement came out the middle of November, late November, that to be, to cross the border as an essential worker, you were going to be required to be fully vaccinated. So if you have a percentage of drivers that decided, all right, now I will get vaccinated to, um, to get my, to keep my job. Well, the issue is a lot of them aren't even going to be able to be vaccinated by January 15th because there simply wasn't enough time provided. Uh, Once you get your first appointment booked, you have to wait four weeks before you can get your second uh, vaccine. And then you have to wait two weeks after that before you're considered fully immunized. So you're looking at a minimum of six weeks if you can get on the phone today and get an appointment booked, which also isn't a guarantee. And we have to look at the fact that a lot of times these drivers are on the road two or three weeks at a time. So and that's kind of a frustrating part of it as well is those who, you know, have decided to make the plunge uh, are still not going to be able, they're going to have a two, three week period where they may not be able to work because this was put through so quick. Mike, it's definitely concerning and um, we'll be keeping a close eye on this situation. I appreciate your time. Please take care. Thank you for having me on. This is Mike Million, who's uh, president of the Private Motor Truck Council of Canada, talking about what is coming our way. Just, you know, 
doesn't matter how you feel about vax or unvax or vax mandates, it sounds like this is coming. If the rule goes in as it is supposed to on the 15th, are we going to see more of an impact, again, another impact on our supply chain?